0: What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? Alright, Chicago, y'all tapped in? Alright, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ, Shot City, six rings, D-Rose, too big, too fast, too strong, History and we good on that, put Jill on the track, and we good on whack, three, two, one, everybody say Bulls on tap, Bulls on tap, our city pretty and gritty, Benny the Bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty, Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the
1: booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude, Goose, aka Bull Scripted. We're here to recap a close. 111-108 111 108 victory over the Toronto Raptors, moving the Bulls to 4 0. Before we recap this, be sure you're going to on tapsportsnet.com sportsnet.com for other Chicago sports literature and podcasting means following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at on tap sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls scripted me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. And I guess we have to apologize real quick, Goose, we haven't been here for a couple days because we have to apologize for being in attendance we do yeah, but it's, our first comment was like we're so glad you're back Yeah, you know, we have a couple like that. so glad thank you yeah we, we're glad to be back too my voice is still a little bit gone from uh friday and saturday's festivities <laughs> but holy shit man first of all before we even get into the game goose how are you feeling after our crazy weekend feeling good
0: um, uh, considering I hadn't had a drink for several months and then I decided to throw more booze at my body than anything else for two days in a row. Yeah,
1: I was all right. Uh, usually what happens uh, when and, you get together with me. <laughs> yes. Yes. You,
0: you're not the greatest influence, but, um, you know, that's okay. Um, I, I don't need much encouragement. Once, once I get started, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. So no, we had a great time Friday and Saturday. The games weren't nearly as close as this one got tonight. Uh, you know, we were pretty much doing victory laps uh, from the third quarter on uh, both games over this weekend, but tonight got a little a little hairy there at the
1: end. It did. It got fucking insane. And I think that one part of, one thing I have to say before we keep going here is, uh, guys, if you are on the Twitter, we can't see your comments. So if you don't feel like subscribing to the YouTube, you just go to the Facebook and you can comment over there. But if you want to go to the YouTube and subscribe so we can see your comments, please do so. Head over to YouTube. You don't even have to fucking subscribe. You can get into the, in the comment section, whatever or, you want to do. So, or you can basketball.
0: talk to yourself, you know, that's always an option too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing, then that's fine. Um, and weekend games, absolutely fantastic. Uh, double digit lead alerts, uh, three nights in a row. Now goose three games. I'm sorry. In a row, double digit leads at one point in the game, which that was happening to us on the opposite spectrum last year. This year, it's not going down that way. So, yeah, the Bulls had, like, a 20-point lead in this one, and, and Toronto is a chippy team, man, with a lot of good defenders, a lot of high um, high Hogwarts hustle players. Yeah, man. Not and, go away. Yeah, they did not go away tonight. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about tonight's game. Um, Patrick Williams against Scotty Barnes. That was something that was brought up a couple of times just because Scotty was the uh, – was like the fourth. Someone throw a funny comment in here. <laughs> wow, it looks like you have a nice house, bull scripted.
0: I know it's it's pretty nice, especially this little corner right here. I got to redo some of the wallpaper, but you know it's it's a pretty nice place.
1: It's looking fucking fire, bro. Um, but you know, Scotty Barnes against Patrick Williams, this year's fourth round pick as last year's fourth round pick. Um, you know, Pat has not been aggressive. Our boy C Red Fred, friend of ours, whether we agree with his takes or not, put a tweet out there about Patrick Williams this year not having like having one offensive rebound, like one a see, you know, in ninety minutes of basketball, like just not what. Anybody was really expecting to see from him. He finishes off two for three, four points, two assists, one steal, two blocks. Zero rebounds. Goose, we were out-rebounded, man, by 20. You 48 to 28 was the end-rebound battle. And I feel like that was the case.
0: I don't remember if it was Friday or Saturday. It could have been both nights.
1: We were out-rebounded one of those games, I believe. I know we
0: were getting our ass kicked on the boards in one of those other games, too. And, I mean... Part of that's not, I guess, too concerning. But when you're playing with these small lineups, especially when Vuccio almost didn't play tonight with an illness, makes you wonder, like, why are we not seeing Tony Bradley at all? We saw that Marco Simonovic was sent down to the G League, which is good. He'll actually get some reps and some playing time. But is, you know, TB just not fully healed yet from that injury still? Or why are we not playing big at all if we're losing this much on the boards
1: yeah I, i'm i'm really confused by that it's only a matter of time before you're gonna start losing those kind of games like listen we're gonna to totally ride this here and be like you know we're four and oh for the first time since 96 97 i was like oh, play you. the knicks next so we're yeah, gonna be yeah so, exactly so well because yeah. fuck new york but i was um i was like five when that happened i'm 30 now so you know i i don't really know I mean, it's just I'm happy that they're winning, but I'm also concerned that the little things aren't kind of happening right now, and it's just kind of concerning because um, I think the reason we can both agree on this that we won the game is the fact that we took advantage of the free throw opportunities that were mostly given to us. We missed one free throw on the night. Uh, We were 21 for 22, and we forced Toronto into 21 total turnovers. I think that's the only fucking reason. Being out-rebounded didn't matter as much. Still mattered, but didn't matter in the outcome of the game.
0: And, I mean, to that tune that is that is the, the game plan, uh, run, force turnovers. I guess if you're forcing that many turnovers, there's, there's not as many rebounds to get because they're, they're not putting up shots. So uh, if we're going to get steals or blocks instead of straight rebounds, then screw it. But... Um, uh, we do not want to see that be a trend where we're consistently getting doubled up in boards or having that big of a discrepancy because that is going to be a problem against a team like the Sixers in the playoffs if Embiid stays healthy. Um, so, you know, nothing to really complain about because we're winning. We're, we're 4-0 and we have the Knicks next. So, so, so that should be another easy win. But, uh, hopefully, we see some kind of improvement with the boards here.
1: Yeah, they definitely have to. They got to figure something out there. I, I I don't know what it is, but they need to figure something out. Now, let's talk about individual play a little bit here. Zach Levine, another slow start, another game where he's forcing shit. Um, not too concerned because you know Zach has been carrying this team for how fucking long now. Don't really care. Um, he'll it'll come around to him. I was more so really impressed. And I shouldn't say impressed because we know he can do it, but DeMar DeRozan hitting the big shots that he made and not only hitting big shots, dude, that guy hes not the best help defender. He's actually not. He's not the best man-to-man defender. Actually, he's not a help defender at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, he's not a help defender at all. Um, fuck. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, the effort that he is putting forth on defense is very encouraging. And I think tonight watching him on the offensive end get the buckets when Zach just couldn't seem to do it or he wasn't hitting his spots was ap- just fucking amazing. So, like, I'm totally, totally stoked with that. I think that uh, I want to talk about his his performance. Seven for 19, two for four from downtown. One of those threes coming off a straight just catching – or I'm sorry, just a uh, pull-up shot, just a pull-up three and just fucking drained it. Love that. Yeah. Um, 10 for 10 from the free throw line. That is exactly what we were told about when he was coming here. If you're an NBA fan and you've watched Rosen play his game, he lives in the mid range and getting to the rim and getting to the line. And that's something that's very beneficial to have on this team is a guy that's going to get some calls like that, able to go to the line. Um, Him and Zach combined for 15 free throws. They did not miss one of them. So speak a little bit on DeRozan's game and, uh, He was my swish to click tonight, believe it or not. So why don't you speak a little bit on his game?
0: I think Burke texted me about my pick to click or swish to click or whatever the fuck it was. And I was like, I forgot what that even is. So you can remind everybody what that is uh, after my rant here (laughs) because I fucking forgot, um, But no, I mean, DeMar DeRozan's ability to get to the line is something that we haven't seen in Chicago since Jimmy Butler, and having that at the end of the games is something that you control games. You control the pace when things are uh, going south. You get to the line. You reset. Uh, You don't have to worry about playing fast break defense. You get to man up. So there's so many positives to get into the line at the end of the game, and as great as Zach is as a finisher, he avoids contact more than he draws it, and uh, to this point of his career, he still doesn't get those calls. DeMar does. Uh, he's you know made a living on it, and having that at the end of the games is crucial. And um, similar to what you were saying, just having that counterpart, that extra option, uh, whoever has it going is going to get the ball, and tonight it was DeMar. To close the game, he had it. Uh, I was kind of surprised, I guess it – wasn't my choice that Vooch ended up at the line, uh, at clutch time after he missed that first one. And the second one, toilet bowled in, I was a little,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> um, but, a little
1: bit heavy there, were you?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I still don't have a voice and, uh, I was, I was, I was at a loss for breath and, uh, that, that was, that was not cool, but we needed that. I think this team needed that reality check. Um, because they, they haven't played the greatest teams. So 4-0 feels great. But uh, if you're on Twitter or you follow the Bulls closely, you you know the schedule the next few weeks is not rough Is yeah, it's a little rough.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, now that you're done with your rant, per se, what you're calling it, uh, Switch to Click is uh, the Bulls on tap version born by the brain. We actually did this a couple of years ago, but Burke is bringing it back. Um Swish to click is because, well, the reason we got rid of it is because it was always Zach. There's no one else that was going to fucking get you buckets. So we're like, fuck this. Who cares? Zach,
0: Colby, um, uh, I'm feeling frisky.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. So now we have the swish to click, which is uh, could be buckets or high-impact players that really help you win the game. Mine was DeMar DeRozan tonight. Really happy it turned out uh, t- to go my way. So um, what do you win? What do you win for being correct? I win a beer from my fridge, and I go and I grab the beer, and then I drink it. Yeah. <laughs> It, Does somebody it, at
0: least bring you the beer?
1: It, it's in, in crazy also is if I lost, I still get the same beer from my fridge. Uh, from Brandon Stokes, love the nails. My daughter wanted to paint my nails, so I let her paint my nails. She picked the Benny and the Benny the Bull colors, so black. Very punk rock. Very punk rock. Well, you know, I, I could rock it, so it's, it's cool with me. I don't really give a shit. I'm not here to judge. Um, But, yeah, so, I mean, uh, Zach, again, we were kind of talking about his game a little bit, struggled. Uh, Vooch. His shot will start falling. Um, You know, he's a 48. I think he's 48% from the field for his career. Um, But, I mean, 8 for 15 tonight, a little over 50%. Didn't hit a three. Uh, Bulls had 12 team threes tonight compared to the – oh, well, 12 for uh, Toronto too. So they both had 12. But Zach tonight struggled a little bit, but I want to talk about Lonzo as well. These are the two guys I'm trying to highlight, DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo, in this episode outside of – point god alex caruso who just breaks up everything is kirk heinrich reincarnated just a little bit more athletic open your fucking eyes when i say kirk heinrich's name you stop it you stop stop it right now i'm getting tired of your shit with that okay there you go take it breathe you see i got this hole in my chest here take the deep take the deep breath but i'm talking about lonzo ball a little bit five for 11 from the field five for nine from downtown he had 15 points on the night Looked pretty good. Uh he had three boards, five assists, two steals. He did have a block, but he also had four turnovers tonight. Tonight was one of the first times we've seen Lonzo be a little bit loose with the ball. No pun intended. Um I just feel like he made up in other areas er, areas areas defensively that helped the Bulls, you know, not blow this completely and win this game. Uh, what I wanted to do, kind of speak on that tonight, too, because this was like the first game we've really seen since we've had Lonzo here have a couple struggles consistently, like in back-to-back possessions and shit.
0: I don't know. Despite the struggles, obviously that turnover at the end of the game where he just completely overshot Vooch after Billy wasted a timeout um, to reset not a bounce play that ended up in a turnover that uh, kind of made you feel like we were going to lose this game because the tide was really turning. Um I don't know. I I still throughout the game just felt like tampering is the best thing that we've ever done, and <laughs> uh, you know he starts allegedly, in, bro. He, oh shit, sorry.
1: Allegedly, sorry. bro.
0: There's they must have really wiped everything fucking clean because they're taking so long with this. Is there's just no proof. Um, but essentially, Lonzo is. Get Alonzo, and even with the turnovers, I was still impressed with his game tonight. He hit a good amount of threes. Um, I actually listened to the Toronto broadcast, and they couldn't stop uh, praising him.
1: Did so, you really listen to the Toronto broadcast, huh? I can't.
0: I, I don't pay for it, bro. So, what? What? with the button that I click that gives me it for free, gives me it for free, gives me whatever. You allegedly
1: don't pay for it. Allegedly. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, oh, I'm but, the idiot that actually pays for it all. Because I just – I can't live without it, like watching Charlotte and Boston tonight. What a crazy game that was, you know. But but um, there's buttons for those too. Allegedly, (laughs) there's buttons. Allegedly. (laughs) The fuck you trying to do? You're going to shut down? You're not going to fucking come over here? I'm gonna. And then for some reason, I'm going to be the one that gets cuffed because I'm the weird one with the stupid big beard and the painted nails. And they're just going to be like, I, you know.
0: You're under for,
1: it's okay. Yeah, you're under, <laughs> you're under arrest for illegally streaming games, and I'll just be like, allegedly, and then, you know, I'm gone. Fuck. What do you want? Um. Another thing I wanted to bring up real quick, too, while we're doing the post here is what did you think at the, towards the end of the fourth quarter where it was Vooch instead of Patrick Williams at the five with how that lineup was built for Toronto? I was a little oh. shocked by that. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I was a little shocked by that. I thought that, you know. Do you think it might be different. Pat's early
0: struggles, his lack of, uh, you know, just conditioning or continuity with this new team so far because he didn't get to have the training camp that they had together? Does Billy just have more trust in the veterans? I mean, I, I think there's a lot of ways you could twist it. Uh, how do you explain to a guy who's coming off an all-star season like Vooch that, oh, nope, I can't have you finish games. Sorry. Uh, the, the Patrick Williams, our fifth option who is kind of struggling and not fitting right now, he's going to play over you. I just think that's kind of a hard, uh, that's not something that makes sense right now. Maybe later in the season situationally, it did make sense. So I get where you're coming from, but I just don't think that's something Billy could do.
1: No, I was just surprised by it just because, you know, there's a lot of versatile players on the court at that time, under you know, undersized players as well compared to Vooch. Um, and, you know, that perimeter D, I would have felt a little bit more comfortable with Pat. But, I mean, obviously it all turned out well because, you know, Van Vliet against Vooch at the end there got crossed up <laughs> a couple times. But Vooch was able to kind of stay in ahead of him a little bit. But, I mean, force a bad shot, you know. Um, I was just kind of surprised by that. Another thing that I'm surprised by, too, is that, you know, listen, man, we're – we're four games in, and I don't think we fucking have seen one time um, in a in meaningful minutes Derek Jones Jr. or Tony Bradley. Do you think that changes? I don't know. I they mean, with the, healthy, only
0: appeared in with one the game. focus, you traded, like, you kind of inherited DJJ. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Troy Brown you Jr. That. You yeah. invested in Troy Brown Jr. You traded Daniel Gafford to get Troy Brown Jr. Right. So if with that investment in mind, if you have more faith in TBJ over DJJ, then 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 you go with the TBJ one. Um, and maybe that's what's happening right now. I think Troy Brown had a better game tonight than he has had uh, probably the last two games where I felt he struggled, and we even got to see Io. Uh, pretty early in some of these games because of Troy Brown's struggles. So maybe it's just the commitment to those two guys um, over him as well as Pat, because if he starts playing a lot better than Pat, then maybe you have a problem. And that might not be another thing that they're ready to really encounter, and you have to give Pat the opportunities.
1: No, I yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I guess selfishly, like, I feel like DJJ is a very high energy kind of player alongside a guy. You know how like Javante is. And Javante is a very high energy guy, you know, and he comes in and he gives you some good fucking minutes. I'm so only 13 minutes for him tonight, but just the things that he does. The guys everywhere. You know, there's a reason people keep saying. Oh, there's like only five had 13
0: minutes there. tonight. I, not that like you mentioned, I don't remember seeing him very much. Yeah, Javante I,
1: um, only had 13 minutes tonight, dude. TBJ uh, had 17. He went five for nine off the bench. This is one of the best things of the game, really, in my opinion. Um, Is the bench actually had some fucking scoring tonight here? You know, Uh, between there was 19 points um, between Troy Brown Jr. and Caruso, and then eight points between Alize Johnson and uh, Javante. So you know, I just I like the bench scoring aspect. I think when Kobe comes back, it's going to get even better. um, You know, depending on I'm really curious to
0: see how that plays out. Yeah, I'm. Me too.
1: We we actually. he has been really creative with the rotations here,
0: and I feel like playing small has opened up a lot of these options. Yeah. Um, I like seeing Caruso uh, and Zach on the floor together a lot, which we have seen. I like seeing in Zach Caruso and fucking Ball on the court, dude. No, that's, I like that one too. But I'm just curious where Kobe fits in. Obviously, we need the scoring off the bench, and we could use some extra scoring pop in general. Um, but I just – I don't know. I'm a little curious where he fits, and maybe he's expendable. I keep reading Cam Reddish is still available. So, so stop you know. it.
1: What What do you mean? What's wrong with that? I mean, I would love to have Cam Reddish, man. I mean, I, I think that yeah, I've been on par with you saying the, that the new front couple. office
0: could could right a wrong. As much as I love Kobe and I love his story, and I I would wish him the best. Like a uh, uh, Lowry, if it meant Cam Reddish, I'd I'd mm-hmm. be I'd be happy. Uh, all the wrongs would be righted. We we. we
1: we'd have drafted properly shit is not happening. It's not not happening. Why not? Because it's not, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I'll, I'll hold out hope. I no, Nobody thought Lonzo was coming here either, and I fucking rang that bell for how many years since we've been doing this fucking podcast? So, no.
0: I mean, and we, we dropped Laura and we got Lonzo. So, now we corrected that draft for ourselves, not that we had a chance to get Lonzo. Our I boy
1: Cortez don't want you trading Kobe. I don't want to trade Kobe either. I like Kobe. I like Cam Reddish a lot. I Kobe. Him, but, but, but I like Kobe. But
0: Cam Reddish would do it for me.
1: Uh, I know that make you happy. I know that would make you happy. Um, Next game. Is the twenty eighth, and that'll be against the New York Knicks at home, and that is Joakim Noah Appreciation Night. Um, love Joakim Noah, love him to death. I love D Rose because he'll man. be in the house along with Tibbs and Taj. They're the enemy. Don't forget that on Thursday, Bulls fans. As much no, not the enemy. Who no, not Joakim, not Joakim. Okay, okay. This night is about Joakim, who was a bull just because he went over there and took a couple dumps with the Knicks doesn't mean that he has any fucking ties to that shit organization. He took took, took money from the Knicks. He he took some shits on some diamond thrones, not golden,
0: diamond thrones.
1: So I'm just saying, like, you know, Joe Kim Noah Knight on Thursday. I really love the Bulls for Joe to get a win, you know, even if they weren't 4-0, which I'm so happy. I'm talking all the shit because they're 4-0 right now. And then the Knicks
0: lost to the Magic, which is hilarious. Yeah,
1: it's fucking hilarious. The Knicks suck, dude. And I love it. I love – I hate them. I hate the fucking Knicks, dude. Like, they're the – I think they're my, like, third or fourth least favorite team in the league. Who do you have ahead of that? Ahead of the Knicks? Yeah. Detroit's my number one most hated team. Um, hmm. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Indiana. I hate – cannot stand Indiana. Cannot stand fucking Cleveland. Cannot stand Milwaukee. Obviously, I just named everybody in our division. And then I hate the Knicks after and whoever LeBron's playing after that. Yeah, I just, you know, okay. fucking so, so, so Reggie Miller and
0: – Fuck Reggie and, Miller. And, well, I'm like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like not, no, was, right? – I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Reggie. Like right I, now I like
0: – Obviously it's fuck Reggie Miller. I'm just saying that Reggie Miller pacers just just put that hatred in you for forever. was a lot, uh, you know what, dude, a lot totally of fucking – I was never scared of the Danny Granger Pacers. Neither or, was I. But or, I just or the like, Paul George Pacers.
1: I, I just so. hate everybody in our division. And you remember Tyler Hansborough? Fuck that guy. Okay. Fuck that guy. You know, I don't like that guy. And he played for the Pacers. So you know what? Now I hate the Pacers forever. Detroit was better than us for a long time, especially in the Baby Bulls era. So I did not like them. Okay. Milwaukee was just really never on my radar besides, like, Michael Redd and shit like that. And then now, yeah, they're winning championships and yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy
0: to think that at one point we were blowing the Bucs out so bad that Giannis yeah. was pushing Dunleavy into the stands. Right. And, uh, and now he's winning championships and consecutive MVPs and shit. We fucked up.
1: Yeah, no, but we're coming, though. We're fucking coming. But, again, beat the Knicks on Thursday. Start this shit off 5-0. Speaking from a fan perspective, I think that we're super excited the way the Bulls started this season. They're one of two. Undefeated teams in the NBA because Charlotte lost tonight. So the Bulls are uh, 4-0 and the Warriors were 3-0. and so,
0: How do you think LeVar felt like just for like that 24-hour span where both of his sons were undefeated in the NBA and like a- at the top?
1: <laughs> like, oh, only step- kept, I guarantee he just kept walking around saying, I never lost. My kids never lost. <laughs> 20- Your kids losing the 2021 season? No, they never lost. Never. <laughs> And I love, I love Lavar Ball. People who hate Lavar Ball are fucking. I, I, I don't understand. Hey, if you hate a man that loves his family that much, you got problems. Hey, so. I agree. LeVar Ball is a man, and I would love. You know, anybody that listens to this show, if you could help us do one thing, get Lavar on this show. <laughs> help us get LeVar Ball on this show. Tweet at him. Just go on Bulls on Tap because I think that my. I might never do a bulls on tap after that if we had gotten Lavarre. Yeah, I would just retire right there. I don't know if there's anybody else I'd rather talk to outside of like Kirk or Michael Jordan like or Derek Rose. So yeah, there's three others. Why right there. are you... What? Why Why are you putting your head in your hand? Because How come I can't have a baby? Just threw Kirk's name in
0: there like casually with Michael Jordan. Like that's fucking okay. <laughs>
1: It is okay. Didn't you see the fucking post of him hitting three point? He's a top three point list. Look <laughs> at yeah, shit. You don't care. Why don't you care about my feelings,
0: man? Craig Hodges was a great three point shooter, too. We don't talk about him. Fuck.
1: Dude, <laughs> dude, Kirk was the man. He was an all rookie first team, dude, with a bunch of Hall of Famers. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another oh, shot. Oh, I'm getting pissed now. I'm getting – all right, I'm <laughs> fucking getting here. Irrit- you're irritating me. I have to go get another beer. So, okay. Ooh, you we're doing that anyway. Don't put that on me. I'm probably, yeah, I was going to do that anyway, but now you gave me a reason to do it. So, <laughs> there. All right. Anyway, let's beat the Knicks. Uh, you know, all respect to Tibbs and them, but fuck the Knicks. Joakim Noah, we will be uh, recapping your game on Thursday, uh, your your night. And we hope that it's a good fucking win because, oh wait, wait, we're getting we're getting Kirk Heinrich stuff in here. Kirk will always be the man because he went to KU. I'm an Illinois guy, but uh I like Kansas because Kirk Heinrich went there. I'll I'll leave it at that. I'm sorry. Do you have anything to say before we go out here?
0: No. I guess we'll let the show end then. And your Kirk love there for everybody, I suppose.
1: Every once in a while, it has to happen, man. We're 4-0 now. We're ending the show on happy notes and shit. You know, we're
0: 4-0. 4-0, and you're talking about Kirk Heinrich.
1: <laughs> Legends never die, Goose.
0: Right.
1: Okay, thank you. Thank you. Everybody be sure to go to Untappsportsnet.com. For other Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs, following us on Twitter, at BullsOnTap, at Sportsnet. following Goose, at Bullscripted, me at BuzzOnTap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough if you watch the live streams go over to the youtube hit the subscribe button throw comments in there so we can talk to you and if you could do us a favor help us get lavar ball because how fun would that be to just do the a bbb show i think i mean look at our name i mean we got buzz right we got Bullscripted. buzz scripted ball i mean it's a bbb <laughs> it's, funny. it's meant to be just balls. it's BBB right there. We'll be back Thursday after the Bulls take on and beat the New York Knicks. Let's go Bulls.